Welcome to the Engrafted Word from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Line of Judah Cathedral, Cape Coast, with Bishop Jake Godwill. This rich teaching will bring encouragement, hope, light into every darkness, healing, deliverance, and salvation to the longing soul. Join Bishop Jake Godwill as he ministers the Engrafted Word of God, which is able to save the soul. Preaching, great preaching. That when we observe to do, we will become prosperous. Today, God has blessed our bishop. He has anointed him. I want us to stand on our feet with Jesus' joy. Let's welcome our bishop, Bishop Jake Godwin. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church this morning? Wonderful. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, once again, thank you for bringing us into your presence. I pray that you will speak to us in Jesus' name. Open the eyes of our hearts, the eyes of our understanding. Grant us knowledge, understanding, revelation by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name we have prayed. And everybody shouted, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. All right. Okay. Now, I'm happy to see all of you. Are you happy to see me? Are you happy to see each other? Okay. Um, I'm going to just say a few things before I preach. But it's all part of, um, if you like, it's all part of the preaching or part of preparing us for everything. Okay? Um, last week, how many of us were here last Sunday? Good. Do you remember I spoke to you about the service? All right. So, you see, it takes a long time for truth to settle. When I went to secondary school, Form 1, in 19... Which year was I in Form 1? I think 78 or something like that. Now, I remember um, the first... One of my first uh, lectures, what do you call it? Classes, was chemistry chemistry and the teacher came and started talking about some things but I, I just remember chemistry I can't remember exactly what he started teaching but do you know that I did chemistry form 1, form 2 form 3, form 4, form 5 lower 6, upper 6 7 years along the same line I didn't take chemistry further but if I'm taking it further, that means university still be treating university, uh, year one, year two, year three, still be doing chemistry. Ah, this man sitting here, he has been learning chemistry since he started drinking breast milk. And he has not finished. I don't know what else he wants to know. But it takes a long time for the same subject, but line upon line, precept upon precept. And your understanding increases. And there are higher realms in everything. Yeah. All right? So we may tell you 
some things, but there are deeper um, revelations of the same. Hallelujah. So, never, never say we heard it last week. Never say we heard it last year. There's more to hear of the same thing. Am I making some sense? All right. Now, David, good to see you. Um, I said last week, and I want to say again that, make this service your service. All right? Make it, if you are here, um, first service, which is called inspiration service. It's, it's a service on its own. Never should anybody say the main service, which is like the second service, as the main service. No, this, this is your main service. Say this is my main service. All right. So make it like your church. Now, in 1986-87, when I was um, at the university in Legon, Lighthouse had started. Then it was called Kolibu Christian Center. Check your phone. It happens to anybody, everybody. Check your bag. All right. So turn it silent or turn it off or whatever. Okay. So use it to check yours. Don't be checking whose phone is that. Check your own. If they call you now, you see that yours is louder than. And some of you, your music too is not, it's not even as nice as this one. <laughs> some of you, you have to remove the battery. You have to hit the phone on the floor. Eighty-six, eighty-seven. The lighthouse as had started then. It was only seven to nine. And it was on uh, Kolebu campus, and some of us were coming from Legon, and we needed to take two cars to get there, seven to nine, because nine o'clock, we have to leave the, the lecture room. It was a lecture room we're using, and there was another church going to meet there. So nobody should say, eh, it's too early, and all that, all right? So make it your church. See, this is my church, and I love my church. No, say it like you mean it. Now say again, this is my service. And it is the main service for me. Amen. Now, I'm going to ask you to, after making it your church, your service, now I'm going to ask you for one more thing. Can I? Make it your family. Amen. Make it your family. Look, you may be called, what are you called? What's your surname again? Boateng. If you're in another country, you call it Boateng. Boateng. You, is there any other Boateng here? You also Boateng. Are you related? No way. Amy, I don't see any other Boateng in the church, so I don't know why I should make them my family. It is not by Boateng. It is by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. It is by the blood of Jesus. Thank you very much. So now, every, every, if you're a Christian, if you're a born again believer, look, your biological family 
is what introduces you, brings you into the world. That is how you enter the world legitimately. If you don't have a biological family, you are an illegitimate entity. <laughs> you are an illegitimate entity. How did you enter this world? That is why Jesus came by Mary and Joseph was called his father. But Joseph was really not his father. He was a caretaker of a pregnancy he knew nothing about. <laughs> Shabaya. When you say Shabaya, you say Shabaya boom boom. Say boom boom. It's part of family cliches. Every family, they have cliches. Yeah. My biological father, today is the 18th anniversary of his departure from the world. Today, today, 18 years. Do you see? But God has given me another family. Do you know the family? It's you. Amen. One day, Jesus was preaching. He was preaching just like I'm preaching. He was preaching and the ashes came talking. You know, there's some ashes. Some people, when a pastor is preaching, they want to come and say something, whisper something to his ears or stop what he's doing to bring some note. Bring. We, we don't allow those things in this church. Mm-hmm. Else to be disturbed. Nothing is too important except it is very important. <laughs> but usually a lot of things that they can wait till after. Or there are others who can take care of it. Anyway, so Jesus was preaching and these ashes came talking, stop preaching, stop talking. said, what is going on? Say, your mother and your brethren are outside. They want to have a family discussion with you. And Jesus, he tried not to get angry. And he said, who is my mother? Who is my father? Who, Who are my brethren? But those who listen to me, they are my Brothers, sisters, this is my new family. So even Jesus Christ, though born of the Virgin Mary and having a father and having a a biological nucleus family as it were, he saw the people, he had a spiritual family and they were the people that listened to him and fellowshiped with him through the preaching of the word. All right? So every Christian must have a spiritual family. And I am appealing to you to make inspiration service family your family. You see, your clapping does not show that. But anyway, your clapping doesn't change anything I'm saying. Now, you cannot have a family member you don't know. You can't have family people that you don't know. You don't have any idea who are they. Who are they. At least you should know some. Yeah. Often when you go for funerals or other, then you meet, oh, this is supposed to be your cousin. This one is your auntie. This one is your this. When my mother was alive, you always be pointing people, explaining, describing, then Charlie, everybody is related. Okay, we have, we, we've heard it. Uh, thank, thank God. Uh, praise the Lord. You are my cousin. Amen. Then we move on. <laughs> Do you see? So, um, we have to, there must be family bonding. Say bonding. Okay, there must be family bonding. But this service, no. I don't know how to describe it. 
It's like some anchor daddy type of service. Do you know anchor dad? There's a, there's a bed. Osifum. They call it anchor daddy. That's a tree. Is that is this the same for anchor dads? They don't, they don't, they never, I don't know, they never see them landing. They just touch and go. Mm-hmm. So some of you, you are too touch and go in the service. In the church, touch and go. So there's, there's no feather. We can't know you. Before we can say hello to you, Ecuador. So, oh, oh, we saw a certain brother. So, oh, where is he? Oh, he has, he's gone. Longest time. So, what, what kind of family member are you that you are Anka Daddy? Anka Dazi. In Sifum. Say blue, say black, say yellow, say yellow. Mm? So you, we must see you really bonding. So I want to see first service bonding. Say bonding. bonding. I want to see first service bonding. I want to see first service as a family. Hallelujah. Amen. What does it mean? How do we become a family? How we become a family? That's why, you see, we, you have to learn some things. Um, when the service closes, we haven't closed. When we share grace, that is when family life begins. Amen. Amen. After we share grace, please don't make a beeline to your car. Do you know a beeline? Beeline as you fly like a bee. Tom, straight to your car. You spark it. If you don't have a car, your leg is parked right by you. So you just spark your leg. Then leg is you are moving. No. You are moving. When we close, we are now we are now coming to bond. We are now saying hello, hallelujah. Who are you? What's your name? You know, we are relating. Hmm? And Anagoma will say, that's how we bond. That's how we bond. Amen. And it's very important. It's very important that the church becomes your family. Hallelujah. So that whatever we're doing. You, I'll be there for you. We will be there for each other. And we will all um, rejoice together when we have to rejoice together. We mourn together when we have to mourn together. Amen. When you are an unknown entity, uh, then it is time for rejoicing. How can we rejoice with you? When we don't even know that you are rejoicing. We don't even know that you are mourning. How can we mourn with you? Hallelujah. So we must see a lot of bonding and a lot of togetherness. Amen. So, so get ready for many more things. You may hear things, you may hear announcement that first service, you are going to the beach. And it may not be the same for second service, the inspirational beach. And you must arrive. You must arrive. Amen. You must arrive. And so many other things that will come that can come up, you know. But especially, so after service, because another service is coming, comes up, we can't hang around in the hall for too long. But around car park, wherever, there must be interactions. Amen. Amen. Now, also, you see, it is when you find yourself belonging to something within the service that you become more 
um, involved and more, um, how do I call it, integrated in the service. When you are part of, the, of something, you can't be an anchor daddy member. Ask your neighbor, by the way, this anchor daddy of a thing. But I will want some to work Canada. I may want some to work. Is it you or is me? Do you think it is you or do you think it's me? Ask the person by you. Tell the person, the pastor says I should ask you, is it you or is it me? Who are we talking about today? Is it you or is it me? You see, when you are involved, you, you, can, you cannot be, you cannot be, yeah. If you are involved, if you are in the choir, if you are in the choir, you, you, you are part of it, you know, you come for rehearsals, you be together, even people you don't feel like talking, you have to talk to the person. What do you mean, I don't, I don't feel like talking to him? What do you mean? It's not by feelings. It's not by, if God, if God says, I don't feel like giving people in Cape Coast air to breathe. How, how will we God, God doesn't operate by he, the feelings he gets in the morning <laughs> yeah no, no, it's not by what you feel I, I don't feel like talking to anybody I win you monsoon I want no bosom the bosom I lock with joy I win him bonyo and a TV area okay by the way, in this church, we laugh. Some of you are not used to laughing in church. Yeah, because the church you are used to, everybody, you have to make your face straight. You have to look holy, solemn. It is not the look of your face that makes you holy or sinful. It's not by the look of your face. It is not by how quiet you look. Eh? Sometimes you see people going for communion. Hey, so that everybody's angels. I am not worthy, holy Lord, that I should come to thee. Speak by thy word, by gracious word. You see, tell it. There is no holy man like this man. And yet, after the communion, you see him at the car park. So, let's be real. Let's be real. So, in this church, we laugh. Um, we interact. Even the preaching, interact. In this church, we, as a pastor, we walk around. Yeah, I don't stand behind pulpit throughout. If you see me stuck behind the pulpit, it is likely there's something wrong with me. Either I'm not feeling well or I'm feeling dizzy or something. Yeah. So, tell your neighbor, relax. So that's how we are. Amen, relax. In this church, we shout. We shout. Some of you are not used to shouting. Yeah, but it's part of it. In your normal life, don't you shout sometimes? When you are watching soccer, don't you shout? Have you seen anybody watching soccer with a very solemn face singing? I am not one to watch the soccer. 
And when I went, they were laughing against other churches. I'm not laughing at other churches, please. I'm just trying to make a point. Yeah, trying to make a point. So just be yourself, relax, okay? So after service, um, hang around, interact. And by me, nobody comes to say hello to me. You go say hello to somebody. You go say hello to somebody. Don't wait always that somebody should come to you. Go and say hello to somebody also. What about if I go and they don't mind me? Move to the next person. If this one doesn't mind you, go to somebody else. Ah, but is it by force? Yes, it's by force. It's by force. It's by force. Yeah. I'm answering all the questions in your mind. Yeah. It's, not, it's not yesterday I started doing this work. I, I, know, I know what is in your mind. Amen. Then, so, it is important that we get involved. Do you see? We get involved in what is going on in the church. Amen. So, the, 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 the mentality that you are just attending church service, it is a children's mentality, excuse me to say. It's a children's, when I was a child, I talked as a child. I behaved as a child. That's what Paul said. But when I grew up, I threw away this childish way of thinking. Children in the house don't think about electricity. They don't think about whether water has been paid, electricity has been paid. They don't think about whatever. I mean, they are just children scattering things in the house. They are just happy, you know, just messing up anything. Anything that is high, they have to pull it down. They have to examine it to see what is, what is it made of. If it is glass, you have to hit it on the ground to see. Can it break? <laughs> yeah. That's a child. But when you grow up, you have to change this behavior. You can't be in your house and you haven't paid water bill for all this while. You haven't paid light bill. You are the, you are the one. You have not even paid rent. And you, you, are the, you are the one staying in the house. They will sack you. Yeah. And even if you call me to pray for you, I will not pray for you. Uh, you have to be sacked. You are an irresponsible uh, citizen of the nation. Yes. If the nation is made up of only people like you, where, which, where, where are we going? So you have to be responsible. You have to be a partaker of what is happening in the house. You can't be a husband, you are in the, you are in the house, all your duties, you, 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 when you come, the food is ready, you have eating. Then your stomach is full. You drink pure water. Then eat tissue. Then it's like, when is the next food coming? <laughs> it's how the food, how they go to the market, how the tomatoes is bought, you are not involved. How the... Uh, 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 onions, pepper, oil, fire, gas. How the gas uh, cylinder becomes full. Be how matches. You are not involved. It doesn't concern you. There's a fancy description for that. I don't want to use it in church. Does anybody know the fancy description for what, what, what do they say? What do they call such men? I want a woman. I want a woman to give. I want a woman to give that. Pocho, help me. Who, who knows the... Pardon? Taho busy. That one, that one is even nicer. Taho busy. I would taho. Busy. 
There's another one. What, what is kutubunku? What does it mean? That one is a different meaning. Different. What does that one mean? Acts as a lady. Very soft. Wants to associate with uh, female things. That one is a kutubunku. Then the other one is what? Taho. I knew a woman can explain this one to me. <laughs> Do you see? So, you can be a Taho busy church member. But you there, you are there. Then you just come and enjoy what is there. And you are, you, do, you, don't, you are not responsible. Get involved. Get involved. Amen. Get involved. There, there's something you must get involved in. Get involved in. You cannot be, you cannot not be concerned about how, 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 how do people come to church this first service? How, how does, how should it get full? You cannot not be concerned. You cannot not be concerned. How, how will people come to church? You cannot not be concerned. It is our collective concern. You cannot not be concerned about the choir. You cannot not be concerned. You cannot not be concerned how the church is cleaned before you come and sit down and enjoy the environment and go scot free. <laughs> you cannot not be concerned. You cannot not be concerned as a responsible member of the church how electricity is paid. You cannot not be concerned about the finances of the church. You cannot not be involved about the finances, about giving, about tithing. You cannot not be involved. Hallelujah. See, I'm becoming a family member. So, I want to encourage everybody, make this service your family as well. And know and be known. Okay? Know. Know each other and be known. Okay? So, after service, what happens? Fellowshipping, interaction, bonding happens. Okay? And also, Work. This church, we also believe in work. Say work. work. We believe in working for the Lord. We believe in every member a minister. Every member. We see, we see every member as a minister. Every member as a potential. Look, do you know my mind concerning you? Should I be honest with you? Should I be honest with you? When I look at you, do you know what I see? I see many pastors. I see many ministers. I see many men and women of God. That's what I see. I don't see a permanent, as for you, a permanent church member, permanent in your seat. No, (laughs) I don't see it. Why? Because that's not how I was brought up. I was not brought up to sit in the chair at the back there forever. That's not how I've been trained. That's not how the father of this house has trained me. That's not how he has trained anybody. Uh-huh. In this church, you start from the back. Every time you are moving forward. We are moving forward. Is there a song like that? There's a song. A political song. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you keep moving forward, 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 forward. Eh? Now, not just sitting in front of you. You are the one preaching, you are the one talking, you are the one doing the work. The work. Everybody say the work. 
and the work is not just preaching. The work is not just standing here Sunday morning to preach. No, 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 no. There's a lot of work behind. Before Sunday morning arrives, there's a lot of shepherdora work. So there must be meetings, talking, shepherds, meetings, groups, training, a lot of training. People have to be trained. We have to train so many of you to do the work of the Lord. We have to train you. You have to share things with you. You have to come for extra classes. There are classes in the church. Training sessions. You have to be part of it. But I'm very, very busy at my work and in what the things that I am doing. Yes, we know you are busy. The work is, the world is ruled by busy people. The world is not ruled by lazy people. So you are busy here, you are busy there, but be busy here also. I said be busy here also. Amen. So add this one to your busy schedule and God will give you grace. Clap for Jesus. So this is, this is family, family talk, okay? So how many are going to make this service your delight? Eh? How many are going to make it your family? All right. So after we close interaction, bonding, meetings, calling here and there, and I told you last week we are starting, we are starting a hymn square for this service. Amen. And uh, I'm told, Mrs. Gatti, you have already started recruiting the hymn square. Please, can you stand up so that they will see you? So this is our sister. Um, she's, she's, we are recruiting, we are forming our own hymn square in this service. How many would like to be in the hymn square? Singing hymns at wonderful, please. That is your, that's your leader, right? I, look, I need to see more hands, not only three, four hands. Him square, him square, him square, yes. Any more, any more, any more, any more. Wonderful. Clap for them. So after service, please, where will you meet them? Under the tree, under Prof's tree. Yeah, right here. Okay. Thank you very much. Clap for Jesus. It's working. Now, Dennis. Then, do you need more choristers? Stand up. You want more choristers? We need more people to join the Inspiration Choir. All right? How many more can join? How many more? <laughs> how many? How many more? Not you, but you're already doing something. How can you be in the choir and be welcoming people? Okay, if, if you wish. Yes, who is, who is joining? This lady, this gentleman. Are you joining? Okay. Who else? All right, brother, when we close, all of you choristers, where are the current choristers? Can you stand up? Please, all of you, go and, go and arrest one person after service. Mm? And then, that, that's how we win people. They will join you. May your numbers double in Jesus' name. Amen. Ashes, we need more people to become ashes. And don't think, ashes are not Kubolo boys. It's not a ministry for Kubolo boys. It's not a ministry for uh, Kekule structures. It's not a ministry for like, no, no, no. The ashram is a serious people. All the members, they are, they are serious people. People are telling you the jobs some of them are doing. And we need more of such. I want to see an MP being an usher. I want to see doctors as ashes. I want to see bank manager. You, you are ushered. If you come to church and a bank manager is welcoming you, will, will you not feel happy? But if you come, you arrive and somebody is standing there like that. 
and he's telling you where to park. And then he said, give me your keys. I will park the car for you. <laughs> hey, Charlie, see the guy's face. Tell who that guy, you know, what bro will be as a par? And he's collecting your car keys that, don't worry, I will park it for you. And even the way he looks around, the very suspicious eyes. No, I, I don't want such ashes to be ushering people in the church. But if you come and the person, you see that Charlie, guy, you know, or your meaty. Eh? Meaty. Do you understand the word meaty? Yeah. And they say, oh, don't worry. I'll pack, I'll pack the car for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. You are welcome. You feel relaxed. Yeah. So I need meaty people to join the ashes. To be welcoming God's people. And God will bless you. All these things, God, there, are, there are mega blessings for all people who get involved. Shout hallelujah. Clap your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Now, the last two things I will say is that um, there are other important services within the church. Other important programs that as a family member you need to know and you need to be part of. I said last week and I want to say again that never let it be that the reason why you come for first service is because you want to just finish with God quickly so that you'll be free. Eh? It's like, oh, I've given, give on to see that, that the reason we are coming to this service is that a certain scripture you have heard. Give on to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Give to God what belongs to God. So you came quickly to give to God what belongs to God. You came to church, put in some offering and whatever. Now you are for Caesar. The rest of the week is Caesar. Do you know Caesar? <laughs> Do you know Caesar? Never say I'm for Caesar. Else Caesar will arrive. Yeah. So there are important things. There are prayer meetings. There are evening meetings. There are conventions. Conventions are special programs that are like celebrations. We come together. It's all they are spiritual type. The choir sings specially. They dress specially. We have invited ministers who come to minister specially to bless the church. They, they are all different. They are different. You see, for example, you can sit at home, you, your wife, your children, every day you cook. Every day there must be eating. Morning, afternoon, evening, whatever. But there are special, and there must be special times. Every family here, there must be special times. Say, honey, today we're not cooking. Today we are going out. Then you, the father, you take your family and you go out to somewhere nice and spend money. <laughs> the chicken that you can buy from Kotokraba and cook and everybody can eat and the sum will remain for the rest of the week. When you go out, eh, that one, <laughs> everything will finish within that one hour. But it is also nice. It adds something to your life. Hey, me. When I was growing up in the village, my father never took my mother anywhere. We used to cut plantain from the tree and bunch it from the and then grow a friend Apotoyua. Kontombre. And we eat it on the farm. This nonsense that you are bringing to this family, I don't want to hear it. As the man of the house, I don't want to hear any of such nonsense that I should take you where. 
You see, go and live in the village. Go and live in the village and behave as such. <laughs> so, anyway, another time we'll talk about that. But what I'm saying is that they are all different things. Okay? They're, they're different things. So, when, when, when normal preaching services, not even, I don't want to say normal, but as it is, let me just use that word. But conventions are special. They're, they're extra. We go extra. When we have been convention, even there's extra decoration in the church. There's every, we go, we do, everything is extra. Amen. It's a special time. It's a special season. And I want to announce to you, our first convention of the year is coming up. <laughs> Hallelujah. From 31st of this month, which is a Tuesday, this time it's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There will be no Friday convention. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, not this Tuesday. Is it the next one? Does it fall on? Yeah, I think the next Tuesday is coming on. And we are having some powerful, anointed guest ministers who are going to be ministering to us every day. A new minister is going to be ministering powerfully to us. A good place to clap. Amen. Now, this year, this convention, I'm going to look out for inspiration members. Do you know why? Because it has been noticed and noted that many of you don't come for other programs. Fasting and prayer, we don't see majority of you. Last, yesterday, Friday, we had a 12-hour prayer. 12-hour prayer. All right, from Friday, 10 p.m. to 10 a.m. of yesterday. Any of you who were around, can you kindly rise to your feet if you were here? Rise to your feet if you were here. Rise to your feet. Now, look around and tell me what percentage. What, who is a good mathematician? What percentage is this? 30%? Let's see. This is about 30%. So 70%. Thank you. You may be seated. 70% of this service by statistical extrapolation. What? Confident interval of 1% on a normal distribution curve. Good. <laughs> 70% of this service, you don't attend other programs of the church. It's going to change. And it is changing. Give the Lord a better shout of praise. Amen. So, I, I want to see you. Is there a song like that? I want to see you there. Yeah, there's some song. I don't know who sang it. I want to see you there. Tell your neighbor, I want to see you there. Say, I want to see you there. And that is not the only one. We have Tuesday evening teaching services. This program, this is the last week. We are entering the last week of the fasting and prayer. The last week of the fasting and prayer. Join in, participate, and receive your blessing. Amen. The last week. So from tomorrow morning, we have early morning prayer. 
I know you say you can't come for early morning. No problem. Evening. We meet here. 6.30. 6.30 to 8. 8.30. There are about every day. If you can't come for all, come for some. Amen. And within the week, we will be, we'll be doing our last. The, the fasting is ending on Sunday, 29th. Sunday, that's when we end our 21-day fasting and prayer. So next week, Sunday, there will be spent. Next week, Sunday, when you are coming, everybody come with your bottle of anointing oil. Amen. We are going to have a special prayer and anointing to end it. Amen. But Friday, give, give me some strings. Thursday, we are going to do a 24-hour shift. Not shift, 24-hour ending of the, uh, well, should I call it the ending? 24-hour prayer. So Thursday, when we come to pray, when we arrive here on Thursday, Thursday evening, we are going to pray through till Friday evening. Amen. Amen. Is it a good idea? Yeah. Hey, I have to go to work. I know. I know it's for you. You have to go to work. Yeah. So you go. But you can go and come. Yeah. We've done all these things before. When it was being done, I was also, I was not even, I was not a pastor. I was not a full-time pastor. I was also working somewhere. You go, we come, we go in, we come, and all that. Come and join. Pray. And then in the morning, dash quickly, bath, go and come. Even that one we did, we did like 72. This one, only 24. Is it 24? Yeah. And it should be more than, a bit more than 24. Because we close Friday. We start Thursday, 6 o'clock, and we close Friday about 8 p.m. or 9. Amen. And then Saturday morning, we have a funeral service. So, come and join in this family activities, and God is going to bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Now, Father, thank you for your anointing here this morning that you bless us mightily in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Today, I am sharing very briefly on the kingly anointing. The kingly anointing. And if you have your study material, we are on chapter 14. 1 Samuel chapter 10 and verse 1. 1 Samuel 14, sorry, chapter 10 and verse 1. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head, upon the head of Saul, and said to him, Is it not because the Lord has anointed thee to be king over his inheritance? Hallelujah. This particular... We have been sharing and studying and praying with this book written by our own father and pastor, which has been our study material, Steps to the Anointing. Steps to how to, how to understand the Holy Spirit and how to have more of the Holy Spirit and his influence and his work and his power in our lives. This is what we have been studying. Hallelujah. And we have been praying point on point and point by point using these things. And we are getting blessed and blessed and blessed. Praise the Lord. Now, so today in particular, we are looking at how, you see, 
God sent Samuel the prophet to go and anoint. He went with a vial or a container of oil and poured it on the head of this guy called Saul. And something happened to Saul. Saul was changed and converted into a king. There seemed to be something that happened to Saul by the pouring of the oil upon him. And that thing changed this young man Saul permanently. May the anointing change you permanently. Hallelujah. That is what we are talking about. That the Holy Spirit is able to change an ordinary person transform you, change you into somebody else, into a new entity. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit. Say with me the Holy Spirit. And we are talking about how the Holy Spirit is able to change you and transform you into a king. King of where? Is it Losutu? Or where? I will show you. Revelation chapter 1, verses 5 to 6. Revelation 1, 5 to 6. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins by his own blood or in his own blood and has made us... And hath made us... I can't hear you. Shout it out. Say kings and priests. Hallelujah. Unto, unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. And the whole church shouted. Hallelujah. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, listen. When you go home, go and read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. The Bible says, and you hath he quickened who were once dead. In trespasses and sins. God has made us alive. Verse 7 talks about how God has been gracious to us in his mercy. But as we were lost in sin and condemned to death. God comes to rescue us. To change us. To save us. And then to transform us into kings and priests. Unto God. Wow. May you become a king and a priest unto God. Your amen is too weak. Hallelujah. What does it mean, this kingly, priestly declaration? What does it mean? It means so many things. Hallelujah. God is going to make and transform many of us into rulers. Men and women of authority. Men and women who will, you will command, you will be in dominion. You will command authority. You will be higher in position. Your amen is too weak. Hallelujah. Yeah. He has made us into kings and priests. Amen. May you be a priest for the Lord. May you be a priest for the Lord. 
Priests offer sacrifices. Priests intercede. Priests stand on behalf of the people before God. Priests are into prayers. Priests are into intercessions. Priests are into ministering unto God and ministering unto God's people. Amen. That's a priest. That's a priest. May you become a priest unto the Lord. You talk to God, you wait on God, and you minister to God's people. You share the bread, the living bread, the word of God. You minister it to God's people. Amen. All right. Now, how did this anointing change this man, Saul, to become a king? And look at that verse, 1 Samuel 10 and 1. It said, is it not because the Lord has anointed you to be captain? Captain, captain. May you rise to become a captain. May you rise to become a leader. May you rise to be higher. A captain of the Lord's inheritance. In the name of Jesus. Alright. So, quickly, we are looking at some powerful effects. I don't know whether I can share with you all the 15. But there are 15 powerful effects of the kingly anointing. Number one, number one, number one. After you are anointed, when this kingly anointing, and that's why you have to pray for it. You have to pray, Lord, anoint me with this kingly anointing. Lord, may I experience this kingly anointing. When you experience it, you will recover things you have lost. Amen. Now, in 1 Samuel chapter 10, um, verse 2. You see, what had happened was that Saul, Saul's father had lost some donkeys. Or the, the word there is asses. Some donkeys, asses, animals. And Saul went looking for it with a servant. And then um, at a point, they said, look, let's go and see a prophet. But as they were going to see the prophet to show them maybe where the donkeys are and whatever, God had already arranged. God had told the prophet that I'm sending this man to you. Tomorrow, by this time, he'll be coming. When he comes, anoint him to be king. Meanwhile, the guy thought he was going to see the prophet about missing donkeys. He didn't know that God was using the donkeys as a decoy or as a bait to lead him to his anointing. May you be led to your anointing. So sometimes you, say, you may say, oh, I'm just accompanying my friend to church. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, somebody just invited. Oh, I just felt like coming to church. You don't, you, 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 you felt where? Where, where did you, where did you get the feeling? God, when God, when God wants to remain anonymous, that is when he works by coincidences. When he wants to remain anonymous, okay, you don't know that he's the one doing the thing. So it's like, oh, coincidence. Oh, I was just in Cape Coast. And I just saw the signboard. And I felt like, let me just pass it. Yeah. <laughs> smart. Yeah. Smart. So, one of the things that happened, recovery of things you have lost. So, when he came, um, he says, when thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men. Am I reading it? Yeah. Two men by Rachel's sepulchre in the border of Benjamin and Zelza, and they will say unto you, the asses which thou wentest to seek are found. And lo, thy father has left the care of the asses and sorroweth for you, saying, what shall I do 
for my son. All right? Recovery of things you have lost through the anointing. Hey, but I have not lost anything. So we are not talking about that your, your recovery of maybe your phone or something, something. Even that can happen. But listen, you see, we, we don't know things that the devil has robbed us of. Things that life has robbed us of. But God is in the process of restoring. Yeah. Restoring. Glory. Lost glory. Some of you, you, you they, what, what we should have become, we haven't become. But you never even know that you should have become. How will you know? How will you do? You wouldn't even know. Because you, that, they, where you are is where you are. But the anointing has a way of restoring lost things. May you recover. May you recover. May you recover. May the Holy Spirit bring things you have lost. Opportunities you have lost. Chances you have lost. Hallelujah. Alright. Number two. The keenly anointing will make you go forward. And progress in life. Then shall thou go forward from this. You will go forward. Hallelujah. In verse 3. He said you will go forward. The Holy this anointing makes you. Causes you to progress. May you progress. May you progress. May you not stagnate. Number 3. The keenly anointing will make you. Will make men salute you. First Samuel chapter 10 and verse 4. 4. Brother, whoever is on the system, please. You got to be ahead. Yeah. And they will salute you and give you two loaves. Amen. Now, you will no longer be ignored and disregarded. Those who despise you will be forced to reckon you. Hey, the anointing is going to transform you. The Holy Spirit is going to change you. Yeah. They don't respect you in your family. They don't respect you in your workplace. You know, you are ignored. You are. God is going to respect change you until men start recognizing and respecting you receive that grace and receive that blessing in the name of Jesus but how will the Holy Spirit do it? He will do it you just follow, you just follow he will do it, for somebody here you see, God will give you a certain type of wisdom and understanding that when you speak like Joseph, that when you stand to speak like maybe you're in a meeting, board meeting or discussion. I don't know what it is because I, I'm, I'm prophesying to somebody here. You'll be in a board meeting or some kind of a meeting. When you stand to speak, you will virtually see heads turning to look at, hey, who is giving such wisdom? Who is this guy? Where did he come from? How did he come by all such wisdom? It is the Holy Spirit. 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 And eyes, you will virtually see hair standing and people looking at you. After the meeting, you see people are looking at, where is that young man? Where is that young lady? Where is he? Where, who are you? What's your name? What they, they are writing your name. They are writing, uh, big men will be telling you, you will hear from us. You will hear from us. So shall it be. So shall it be. They will salute you. They will salute you. Mark it on the wall. Not on the church wall. Not on the church wall. Number what? The keenly anointing will cause men to give to you. Hallelujah. 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 And they, verse 4. And they will give you. Eh, and give thee two loaves of bread. 
which you shall receive of their hands. Listen, it is because of the anointing that men will come to you and give you gifts and offerings. Look, your life, please try and trace this trouble. Your life, don't program all your life by your salary and your whatever. No, 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 no. There's something that it will come by gifts. It will come by things that are not calculated originally. No, no, no. God will move men. God will move. God will shake things and bring some things in your life that come by gifts. It come by favor. Yeah, some of you, 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 it's not going to follow your normal. Favor will just lift you into a certain promotion. Not by your calculated uh, uh, qualification and all the things that fit into your, no, no, no. Not by controller and accountants general. This one by heavenly control. I said by what? Yeah, receive it. Number five. Number five, you will go to God's presence. Yeah. Look at verse five. Say, after that, thou shalt come to the hill of God, the hill of God. Now, you will find yourself spending more time in the house of God because of the anointing upon your life. The anointing makes you love God more. The anointing makes you respect God more. The anointing makes you believe in God more. The anointing makes you say, you realize the challenge, it is only God. It was not by my own Takashi, uh, uh, whatever, not by might, not by power. It is by God. So you find yourself praying more. You find yourself spending more time because you have learned by experience that might can only bring you this far but God can lift you that far somebody give the Lord a shout of praise so you see yourself prayer time you see yourself there whatever you see yourself there God you've learned by experience and you have learned by faith that the anointing anointing will do more for you than what your own strength can do amen number next Ha! Ah, the anointing will let you, will set you up to meet certain people. <laughs> hey, Charlie, this anointing is great too. The anointing will set you up to meet certain people. Certain people. Certain people. Look at it. Hmm? And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and thou... No, no, no. I'm reading the wrong one. Where are we? Yeah. So, verse 5. Thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a psaltery and a tablet. Now, you, you are destined to meet certain spiritual men who will sharpen your ministry. When their mantle combines with yours, your spiritual authority will be multiplied. I am destined to meet certain men and already have met certain men. If I tell you how I came to be in Lighthouse, it may sound ordinary, but to me it is supernatural. How my brother, when I was going to the university, suggested that I should be in a particular hall and mention a particular brother's name that he wants me to be his roommate and all that. And how it took me three attempts before I finally became the roommate of this senior Christian brother 
in the University of Ghana. And I didn't know that that room was like a, um, that brother was connected to all the people I needed to meet. Several people I needed to meet. Yes. And it's not that one of our senior bishop, Bishop Eddie. It was in that room. Bishop Dad came there. Bishop E.A.T. Saki came there. Auntie Mami passed through there. All the important spiritual people that I needed to meet. That, that room was the connection center. And I, I didn't know. But God made that. May God make arrangements for you. Yeah, may God make arrangements for you. So some, some of you, you, you may need to meet somebody. You may need to meet a particular man. You may need to meet somebody who is going to, as it were, open a door for you. The anointing, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. As we pray, as we, that's why we have been here praying for the Holy Spirit. Praying for these manifestations and effects of the Holy Spirit to happen in every point like that we use it to pray. For those of you who don't get involved in the prayer, those of you who never step here to come and pray, you don't even know what is going on. You don't even have any idea what is happening in the family. Shame on you. I'm telling you, shame on you. God loves you. God loves us. He wants to make us only better. That's all that God is trying to do. He's just trying to help us. Amen. So the kingly anointing. Now, number seven, the kingly anointing will make you prophesy. The spirit will come upon you and then you will prophesy with them. Why? Now, to prophesy is to speak under the guidance and inspiration of the Holy Spirit. The guidance, inspiration of the Holy Spirit. You can stand in a mathematics lecture or whatever and prophesy because you are speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That idea that you are giving there, it is by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. You may be writing your thesis and you are prophesying. Why? Because that, that mind that you are speaking, it is under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Ah, when we see prophesies, I'm not there. I don't belong there. Because the only prophecy you know about is Shandalai, Aitalai, Shandalai, Aitalai, Memba, Memba, Mimi, Owa, Mimi, Mimi, Owa, and then Mamba, Mimi, Mimi, Owa, Owa, Mintemu, Nina. That's the only prophecy you know about. <laughs> you are laughing. Number eight, you will be transformed into another man. Oh, I love this one. Everybody say another man. See another man. Hallelujah. Verse seven. Then thou shalt. Sorry. Verse six. Thou shalt be turned into another man. Listen. People who knew you before. Before you were anointed. Will be unable to recognize you. And relate with you. In your transformed status. So the anointing has a way of. Changing you to another man. Changing you to another person. Amen. I have been changed over and over and over. I used to be very shy, very quiet, shy. God has changed me into another man. And he's still changing me. May he keep changing you. Yeah, you used to be fornicator number one. God is changing you. Pornography watcher number three on the list. God is changing you to another man. 
into another woman. Hey, you are slippery sleeper in the whole department. I don't know which department. Yeah. Small no, you lie down. Small no, you lie down. Small no, you lie down. Every male, including even the male dog in the area, has slept with you before. God is changing you into another woman. Number nine, you will do as occasion serves thee. When the anointing comes upon you, you will take decision. You will know what to do. God will give you understanding, guidance, and direction to know what to do. Number 10, your heart will be changed. God gave him another heart. 1 Samuel chapter 10 and verse 9. Amen. Listen, without a change of heart, you cannot receive the anointing. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, God, God can't, God can use you. If anybody who does not have a change of heart, God cannot add more to you. But I see the power of God changing your heart. Amen. Number 11. Your calling will be questioned. Now, this is important. Look at what happened in First Samuel chapter 10, verses 11 to 12. He was challenged. Hmm? The people came and said, What is this that thou that has come upon the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? <laughs> sir, what is your name? What's your name, sir? Kobna. They would say, is Kobna also among the prophets? Is he also among, among the, the certain type of people? Those people will just, you know, say, who are you? When, when did you become? Who do you think you are? Hey. It is because the anointing has lifted you and placed you in a category that many people never expected that you belong. May you get there. May God place you there. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. It will happen to you. Yeah, so you cannot enter the ministry without being challenged, questioned, and resisted. So such things are to be expected at the beginning of the ministry, especially ministry. People who are just used to you around, the questions, well, when did you, who are you, small boy, who do you think you are? Yeah, but the anointing, anointing. Is the one making you and placing you into those categories. Shout hallelujah. Number 12. The killing anointing will cause some people to support you. May God give people to support you. Alright. So here it says the people came and they shouted God save the king. So God will definitely give people to help to support you in what you are doing. Amen. Number 13, some people's hearts will be touched to follow you. Verse 26, and Saul also went home to Gibeah and there went with him a band of men. I love this one. A band of men whose hearts the Lord has touched. May a band of people whose hearts the Lord has touched follow you, support you, help you in the name of Jesus. Some of you will be placed in positions in your workplace. In your workplace, you will be placed in positions. And because you have to stand as a Christian and stand against the evil practices in the, in the place, you will be everybody's enemy. But let me tell you something. God will touch the heart of a band of workers in the place who believe in you, who will support you, who will say, yes, you are doing the right thing. No bribery, no corruption, zero tolerance for corruption, no lateness, no stealing, no more... Uh, 
over over invoicing and under invoicing no more stand strong don't be afraid be a Christian where you are hallelujah I thought I would hear some amens yeah don't divert the money don't divert the contract do the right thing God will give men to serve when you are alone you are not alone you are not alone out of fear eh? everybody's against me so eh, let me do as everybody does then what's your use God has regretted giving you the position God said I regret making Saul king this same Saul after God had blessed him later God said I regret making Saul king may God never say that concerning you may God never say that concerning me in the name of Jesus the killing anointing will stir up opposition expect opposition John expect opposition expect opposition when you stand for Christ the world will be against you but stand fight God is with you amen finally the killing anointing will stir up despisement hmm? uh-huh. verse 27 and they despised him and brought him no gifts but he held his peace so no as God lifts you up some people will love you, some will hate you, some will despise you. It's part of the game. It's part of God's blessing. But because of the anointing, don't look for majority. Look for the presence of God. Look for the vote of God. Look for God's approval of your life. Look for God's approval of what you are doing. And God will lift you and make you great. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout of praise. Hey, 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 hey. See the spirit. You see, some of you, you, you may be the only um, the only virgin in your office. Stand for it. Stand for it. Stand for it. You may be the only virgin among a whole lot of people and pressure coming on you from even trusted friends. Don't win. Let them despise you. Let them call you whatever name. But stand for God. The anointing will make you strong. The anointing will make you great. Lift up your voice and pray. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to help you, to strengthen you, to empower you like never before. Pray right now. Everybody, lift up your voices and pray. Oh, let me hear your voices in the play. Lift up your voices and pray, 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 pray. Holy Spirit, fail my cup, Lord. 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 Oh, Holy Spirit. Fill me with your anointing. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with your presence, O Lord. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this destiny of my soul. Bread of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up. 
and make me whole. Bread of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Place your hand on your heart, everyone. Father, I pray that everyone here will be filled with the Holy Spirit. Every child of God here. Receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Receive the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Receive the effects of the anointing upon your life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May the Holy Spirit change your life. May the Holy Spirit transform you. May the anointing make you into another man. May the anointing lift you up and make you into a king, a ruler, a priest. A priest. A priest. A priest. By the anointing, not by might, not by power, but because of the Holy Spirit. Bread of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me Bread of heaven, fill me till I Jesus. Yes, Lord. Fill it up and make me Place your hand on your head, your right hand as I pray for everyone. Father, I thank you for your supernatural power. I thank you for the oil of above. I thank you that not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. Thank you for the reality of the anointing. That the anointing is more real than many things that we think are real. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. Right now I pray. What we cannot do for ourselves, may the power of the Holy Spirit do in our lives now in the name of Jesus. Amen. May favor come upon somebody. Yes. Amen. May healing come upon somebody. Amen. May deliverance come upon somebody. Yes. Amen. May the help of God come upon somebody. In the name of Jesus. Lord, somebody here. There's someone here. You are in the middle of a decision. A very major decision. A very, I don't know what decision it is. May God give you the wisdom. May his light guide you. In the name of Jesus. May he bring you out of that dark corner. May the light of the Holy Spirit bring you out of that hard, difficult corner where you find yourself. May the power and the anointing rescue you and bring you out in the name of Jesus. May your enemies be ashamed because they thought this was your end. But this will not be your end. For the Lord will rescue you. He will bring you out of that trouble. He will bring you out of that difficulty. He will bring you out of that shame. He will bring you out of that reproach. And for your shame, he will give you double. For your trouble, he will give you double. Receive a double grace. Receive a double grace. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your help. For the hand of God, for the power of God that is real. May your hand 
be mighty upon your children. Amen. May your hand be mighty upon our lives. May your hand be mighty against every enemy activity. Yes. May your hand be mighty against every aggression of witches, yes. of wizards, Jesus. of enemies, Jesus. of wicked and unreasonable people. Amen. May your hand smash the wicked tables of witches and Jesus. wizards yes. in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May the strength of God the strength of the right arm of God yes. strengthen us, Jesus. deliver us, Amen. establish us yes. in your will, in your grace, yes. in your favor, yes. and in your power. Thank you, dear Holy Spirit, that you are alive and you are real. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed and everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Still every head bowed, every eye closed, we are praying as we close. As we round up, maybe somebody brought you to church, but you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your Savior, as your Lord. I want to pray with you. Today is your opportunity. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I'm not sure whether I go to heaven or hell. I need to pray for you. You must be sure. Lift up your right. Pastor, I'm not sure, but pray for me. I want to be sure. I'm not sure whether I'm saved. I'm not sure whether I'm going to heaven or hell. Lift up your right hand if you are here like that. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. God bless you. I see a hand. I see another hand. Yes, I'm not sure, but pastor, pray for me. I want to be sure. If your hand is lifted, take your Bible, your handbag, whatever. Kindly come forward. I want to pray with you. Just come forward. Come right here. Clap for them as they come. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, let's pray. Let's pray. Thank you. Pray this prayer after me and the whole church join in the prayer. Say with me, dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today just as I am. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I, recognize I recognize that I'm a sinner. That I'm a sinner. Please forgive me Please forgive for my sins. For my sins. Come into my heart. Into my heart. Be, my Lord. Be my Lord and my Savior. And my Savior. Write my name in the book of life. Jesus, you are my Lord. You are my Savior. From today, I will follow you. I will serve you. I will love you. Savior. 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 You are mine. And I'm yours. From today. Today. I dedicate my life to you. Thank you, Jesus, Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross, dying on the cross to, save my soul. to save my soul. Thank you, Father, Thank you, Father for, saving me today. for saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Father, Amen. I bless your name for these ones. May they be planted and established in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. God bless all of you. All right, our counselors are going to speak with you and give every one of you a wonderful gift on my behalf. So kindly go with them and then they will speak to you. All right, God bless you. You may be seated. We believe you have been greatly blessed through this message. For prayer, counseling, or meeting with Bishop Jake, please call or text plus 233-263. 090000 that's plus 233263 090000 till we come your way again remain blessed